guys, and welcome back to the No Apologies Podcast. I'm Andrea. I'm Garrett. This is Rory. Should we say, I've always heard a uh, thing, it's like you should say this is when it's on radio, whereas I am on like video. Yeah. Or is it opposite of that? I have no idea. I saw it somewhere. I mean, in my, in my defense. How many radio listeners stations do you heard? think know that though? How many listeners do you think we have? I mean, <laughs> out of so anyone much. that listens to radio. That's true. That's what I'm saying. This is I think Garrett, you're supposed to say like this is Rock and roll. Thanks, dude. When you said you went and got it done, I was like, you just look like you bleached it. Or like took the color out of it. So I didn't realize you went and got it done. No, it looks bro. nice, though. I went full It's orange. an ombre. Yeah. But you know what we're going to do next time? What? Silver. She said we're going to pull silver next time. Oh, fine. Nice. So, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I need to repaint my nails, though, because yeah. they look like I got my hair trimmed. I like that color. Thank you. What'd you say, dear? I got my hair trimmed. They took like Did stitches you? off. I love it. And... Uh, they, that much? Yeah. Wow, well, bestie. I know. And Wait, did you like do something with it, or no. did you? I think I'm gonna get bangs next time. Please sure. get bangs. I want to see you with bangs, bestie. But see, the thing is, I have a calic, like right here. Oh uh, yeah. So I'm not sure if it's worth it. But um. Should we just all get bangs? <laughs> I had bangs when I was no, younger, and then I tried it again. The, the last time I had bangs. Work. The last time I had bangs, it was like the emo days, and it was like shh, like asymmetric Same. cut. Girl, that no. was the time. I, like, I, tried to have I a cannot do that. Cut. It didn't oh work well. Yeah, no, that doesn't work for anyone. I eventually had to like curl it. Yeah, <laughs> so it would stay out of my fucking face. Oh, I went the from curls asymmetric. May have worked. The curls may have worked. I went from asymmetric to pompadour like that. I, yeah, your hair was pretty hot. <laughs> because I just start, I discovered teasing, and I was like, I gotta do it. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so what are we talking about today? Well, I want to talk about the lighthouse last. Okay. Yeah. I was and about to say, order we is. We can kind of catch up on our lives. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, I let had me tell okay y'all something. I had an okay break. I didn't do much. I just stayed with family and enjoyed myself. Mine was um, great. It was double sided. It was great, and then didn't you travel as you as well? No, I just went home to my dad's. Oh. Um, but you know, it was both good and bad. So like, there were you know, there were some complications, but, but we got resolved. End. It was so much better at the end. I'm much better now, and um, yes. And if I can't say anything good came out of it, I can at least say that I have a new tattoo. So for those that can't see it, it's the red rum like from The Shining with like the axe and it's traditional style. So yeah, there's that. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about the album, guys. What y'all think? I had a great um, break. Thanks for asking. I. How was your break, darling? Did you enjoy it? <laughs> she just teleports from one time to another. It's so true. She just... <laughs> the last time I woke up, I woke up on Wednesday morning, and the night when I went to sleep, it was like oh half finals God. of last semester. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Dang. That's crazy. Um, it was all right. Yeah, I just I tried to stay away from my family. Spent a lot of time with my dog. Yeah, outside that's great. reading. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. As one does. Um... Okay, well, the album, I liked it, and I liked the themes, but I felt like I heard the same song. That's fair. Just a ton. I understand And that. I feel like I would like the singles, like, more, and just, like, listening to it in, like, Did parts. we want to introduce the album? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, we got to introduce it. It's the <laughs> I sil- love what we picked this week. It was great. Okay, okay, so the name of the album this week is Welcome to Horrorwood by Ice Nine Kills. It's the Silver Screen Part 2. So Which we, we've talked about Part 1. Yeah, yeah, we talked about Part 1 a couple episodes ago. This is Part 2. And I would like to say that the title track, Welcome to Horrorwood, 
gives me High School Musical vibes, and I'll tell yes. you why. I got some. I'll like tell you. 2000s. Well, here's the thing. I'll tell you why. So imagine it starts out very like film noir. You yeah. hear the static in the background, and it's Spencer. He's writing a story, and then all of a sudden it just goes fucking ham and it's just like okay i imagine all of these different characters in the song coming out and doing a number together and then like at the end of it it's just like it goes into each of their stories it feels like a musical basically. yes it feels thing. yeah it feels very that which i didn't get at all from the first one not no. at all um but yeah no so yeah when it opened i was like okay this is like i kind of get they're introducing it's pretty cool but yeah. then the first song came in i was like is this gonna be like cliche and like yeah kind of corny yeah and then the music came in i was like oh, it's not too bad but the music was fine it's just i have i don't I got think a it was as good as the first album yeah no i got a different vibe i think I the, fir- the first the first one you liked it more i right. like this one more oh okay work um because here's the thing i like both of them equally the same amount kind of i just prefer this one over really? the first one wow. in terms of like how fun it is like it's more fun you know plus i will I went say back. they did do different yeah, in between but I will say, the first time... I did not mean to step on your phone. I'm so sorry. Um, the first one, I remember, I mentioned this on the first part one episode, I was wondering if they were going to put Psycho on there. They and put they Psycho yeah. on this oh, one. I exactly. Yes. Yeah. Which, I will say, that song, though, sounded... I don't know if you guys have heard it, but it sounded like Panic at the Disco's Emperor's New Clothes. Oh, I've heard um, that one. If you go and listen to that, it sounds exactly the same as this song. I don't you know if that so? was intentional. Maybe. I would I play it, but I don't wanna I like Psycho those. Yeah, well um, I liked it, but let me let me actually pull up the track list because I can't even remember what order they go. I'm not gonna in. go over every song. Well yeah, no, obviously. But, do you remember every song? Let's see. There were there's some songs I thought were cool. I like how they incorporated like some older styles of music and the breakdowns. Yeah. yeah. Like there was one song it had like this. Uh, 50s kind of like melody going it was like on. there was one that was like hip to be scared that had that middle oh it was the, the 80s yeah, was it, was 80s. Yeah. it was really good Super. i really like that do you that. know um, had some latin to it do you know um what film that's from no uh american psycho 2002 oh i never okay can i ask you something i got is a that couple a different, of these. i know it's later but is that related to psycho no, no. not at all mm-hmm. okay. it's different eras um what y'all think what y'all think of assault and batteries <laughs> I love that one. I thought it was hilarious. It's I think the I one. remember it had Oh, I like the autotune on it. Yeah. yeah you know, like yeah. the singing at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love like how it's just like children's music. Yeah, I think... I think... think kind of um, like circus. Yeah, well, um, I mean, it's about Chucky, so... I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did get that um, one. Yeah. I knew it was about Chucky. Yeah. Um, what was it, like, the two-foot-tall, whatever... Two-foot-tall demonic doll, yeah. yeah. Make yeah. a bitch. <laughs> it's so fun. But I'll, I would also like to mention the transitions on this album. They were really great. I yes. really enjoyed them. They were a lot better. Much better. Yeah. yeah, so much better. I think I like, the... I would have enjoyed this album if it was just, like, five songs or four songs. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. felt like an EP, kind of. And when I... I re-listened to it this morning, and the first time I listened to it, it felt kind of quick. I was like, oh, it's not too bad. Yeah. But then I listened to it this morning, and I was like, oh, I thought it's it was long. a lot shorter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say, I think the most hardcore one on it so far is, like, I shouldn't say so far, but, like, the most hardcore one is um, Take Your Pick. That um, one? There was a lot of screaming. Was there not a portion of that that was Love Hurts? I don't know. That was, like, taking apart from Love yeah, Hurts. Yeah, I think I heard that, too. I was like, are they taking things from other songs, like, intentionally, or am I just hearing things? Yeah. I like the movie that it talks about. It's my bloody Valentine. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. I've never seen it. Um but like I know the band. 
Yeah, yeah that's, I mean, My Bloody Valentine, yeah. Green's pretty good. Um, I think my favorite one on the record, though, um, it's actually a tie between two. Um, Worst Vacation and Farewell to Flesh. I will say I liked how the Worst Vacation, I got the worst because it was, like, German. Yeah, so um, that one's about Hostel. Never seen it? Yeah, it's and then, awful. But in the... The, the farewell one or whatever the flies at the beginning when I first listened to this I was listening and I had my phone just part up here and I was like working and I was playing out loud yeah and it like the flies I was like <laughs> so, I didn't know it was like, in the music at first it kind of scared me so um yeah the, the sound the flying sound effect um it's about Candyman so it's like mm. bees yeah yeah, yeah I got honey bees and uh, actually there's have you seen a new Candyman I have not. I need to, though. I have either. Really Don't good. put it on it. Um, yeah. But no, the, my favorite part in that one, though, is all, like the, obviously the fact that it's a slower song and I has like, different um, sections. I like how this album felt like a 50,000 album. Yeah. Did, yeah. A lot of the time. Yeah. And like, especially production-wise. And like, honestly, I'm okay with some 2000s rock. Some, sometimes it's overplayed, but I just liked it. It felt like I was listening to pop pop punk to you. Yeah. Which is like what I mentioned to Garrett before. Like, I knew about I Sign Kills when they mm. were just like seen. Yeah. And the fact that they mentioned this like, in one of the songs, they were like, they were It was too a little seen. too seen for yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's yeah. Um, no, but Farewell to Flash, since all three of us are band kids, um, they play, um, what was it? Flight of Bumblebee. Yes. They play Flight of Bumblebee yeah. on electric guitar uh, at one point in Farewell to Flash, which I thought was really nice. Um, you know, being a band kid and all. Let's see. Um, what I wanted to ask you, what does "fly" stand for on track eleven? For like F L Y. I like that song. I, li- I did yeah. too. I don't know. It was kind of one of the more like Do you laid know what back the movie songs. Is? Yeah, it's what? the fly. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, well then, what does that mean? Does that mean anything specifically, or not they... in the film? The like fly. I tried to doesn't... listen for it in the song, and I didn't hear anything. That. Um, no, like in the movie, the fly, like the fly, is not short for anything. He's literally turned into a hybrid of a human and a fly. So yeah. they just have it. What I don't know. That? Yeah. Anagram? What is it? It's not anagram. Oh, I like that. They do say? have one on. They do have one on here though. That's about a video game though. Rainy day. Yeah, yeah. It's about yeah. Resident Evil. It's also yeah. a movie now. Yeah, that's true. I keep forgetting that it is like a movie because I've never fully watched them all the way through. Let's see. And I mentioned funeral derangements on the previous episode too. Yeah. About how it was about pet cemetery. I mean, I really like use of the transitions, and I really like how they tried to make make their albums very cinematic. Yeah. In between, yeah. especially in like I like the, the strings in it. Yeah. And like when they add that, it's like subtle. Yeah. And it's not frequent. Yeah. I think it makes them very niche. Like, they are literally, like, one of a kind. Like, I can't think of another band that's that literally... Band that something like this, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, this may not be for everybody because it is very yeah. niche. Yeah, but it's like, very niche. But, you know, whoever likes it will like it. Yeah, yeah. like, it's, like, perfect it's for you. Perfect it's perfect for me. You like. Yeah, but, like, my whole thing is, and the buddy that introduced me to them was saying this, like, I mean, unless you have been watching horror films for like literally your whole life and you're so utterly familiar yeah. with them you're not gonna thoroughly get the joy that someone like me would get out of it mm-hmm. you know so yeah no because of that like it's very hard for me to rate it because like you know i love it like yeah. i think it's great but like i can't help but think like okay this is in the metal genre which is very broad people from all different walks of life listen to this genre you know so like yeah. where does it fall like it's it's, it's, a, it's a difficult rating for me um, but I'm going to give it, 
Eight out of ten. Yeah. I give it like a six point five. I give it like seven. Yeah. I'm gonna give it an eight just because I mean I get it. But, but as like, someone who is not into horror movies at all, I yeah. can appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. And like I think any person that's like a metal connoisseur would appreciate it because I mean again it has that, you know, early two thousands, you know, metal boy band, you know, vibe to it almost. So like yeah, I get that. I respect that. But yeah, for me it gets an eight. Anyways, we're going to move on to the film. Um, the and it's Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. I have a lot to say also, about this before film. before we get into the movie, can we just say R.I.P. Betty White? Yeah, <laughs> we have to pay tribute to her and let her be known on the podcast because she was just an angel. Thank you for being a friend for 23 years. Okay. For me, at least, because I'm 23. The Lighthouse. Is that best Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have a lot to say about it. First of all, that it was a great movie. I enjoyed it. I loved how it was shot on 35 millimeter film. I did. Now, see, I didn't know how to call it that, but I, I was, I watched it with a friend over the phone, and I was like, I love how it's in a square. <laughs> 35 millimeter. I love how but it's that in makes a sense. square. That makes sense. <laughs> Anyways, um, there's a lot of subtlety in the movie. Um, like, first of all, do you think William Defoe was real? Do you think okay. his character was real? After Closer to the End, I was like, "Is this, are they the same person? And That's what just, some people say. Because but is you it know purgatory? when they're out on the, high, the lighthouse, you know, when he, like, saw, he turned the guy around and he saw around and then he turned around, but it was... Himself? Really yeah. yeah. I was like, maybe they're the same person. And I that's him as an older person and him when he was young. Okay, I have something to say, but go on. You go. I, I didn't think that it was, like, a situation of it being one person. Like, I didn't even consider that. I didn't even think, like, you know, of the William Dafoe character being real or not. I took, like... The hallucinations, the sirens, the birds, the noise, the actual light itself. Like I thought of that as like stuff that was in their head. Like it but was. What very about, but what about like the when he saw the sea god at the end? Yeah. Like was that just psychological to you? Okay, but it, I read a lot about this. Okay, so listen. That scene where um they pull him back and William Defoe's naked and then his the lighthouse beams come out. Yeah. And is he, that like when they're in a steel and it looks like a painting yes. like they're like posed? No, that's an actual painting. That's what I was thinking. From 1904 and it's called Hypnosis. Okay. And I think William Defoe like like was hypnotizing uh, Thomas or Ephraim. But did, right? Which I love the name Ephraim. Yeah, same. Yeah, that's and, and I think Ephraim was in again? Purgatory. Okay, yeah, no, Hypnosis, 1904. Um, but Ephraim was the guy that Thomas let die. That's true, because that's what I was also saying, why I thought that they might be the same person, because his name was Thomas and his name was Thomas. Yes, and but then he ended up in Purgatory. But there's also Wait, some, some uh, Greek, uh, Greek mythology references at the end, right? Because oh, Prom- Prometheus oh, stole fire. The lighthouse, right? Gave it to everyone, and then Zeus punished him by having his liver pecked out eternally by birds. Yeah, that was the end. Yes, and that was the end. Another thing, he killed a bird that had one eye, and then at the end, the bird. I could not watch that. I did not. I I, had to skim. I was like, can we not? And it was and it was so long. It was so long. Here's here's. I was. I hated it. I was able. I I want to mention. I was able like to sit. Like, it's dead, sir. You can stop. I hated it. Well, no, I was able to sit through the whole thing. I watched the whole sequence. 
but the whole time I was like clenching because it was making me uncomfortable. Mm. But I will say that whole scene, I don't know why it popped up on my Facebook page for so long. That whole scene where he's crushing and slamming it against Stop. the thing. They're playing Slipknot music and like it, he's sitting there banging the chicken or what, not the chicken, the seagull on the cement. It was a stop. Facebook meme. I don't want I want to stop thinking about that scene, so let's talk about it briefly. Okay. <laughs> Bam. But oh my god. So we did that and like the the storm came. Yeah. And then but what's his name was trying to convince him that he wasn't doing like he like William Defoe chased him with an axe. Exactly. And then yeah. he was like, you chased me with an axe. Yeah. And Thomas Ephraim, whatever, was just standing there like, like oh, yeah, I did. And then he was like, you drank all of our rations or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But um, Are you I've been, been drinking for days. Yes, yeah, and I've been yes. trying to tell you to slow down or something like that. I was and, like. You're only tolerable like, when you're drunk. Yeah. And, I, yeah, I was thinking like, but this is based on a real life event. But in real life, what happened, it happened outside of uh, Wales. This, uh, two people both named Thomas, and one of them's real name was the same as, uh, Ephraim's character, Thomas, whatever his last name was, and, um... I know the captain, or whatever, his last name was Wakes. Yeah, Wake, and then I think it's something... Hallman? No, that was his... No, because what... It was Ephraim Winslow, and then... Winslow was okay. And then it was Thomas H. something. Yeah, but... But Thomas H. Irrelevant, uh, honestly. Had, like... A weird, like a mysterious life, and then the sea captain died on the island, mm. and he didn't want to throw him at, out at sea because he was like, "Oh man, they'll try to frame me for murder." So he buried him, but he was still alone on the island for like five months and went insane. Oh my god! And yeah. when they found him, so I've heard, I've read this story before, and it happened in like eighteen oh one. Yeah, like a super long time ago. I just couldn't remember the details of it, but yeah. Two men go to the lighthouse. One of them dies, and then the other one goes insane. I've and he like builds, before. and he builds a like a makeshift coffin for him. It was really like, disturbing yeah. for me to watch when he was getting buried because mm. um, there was like dirt and shit getting into his. Mm. I know. I was like, "Sir, stop talking." Yeah. Please. And then, but when he cursed him, and he was like, "Hark!" And the yeah. thunders are yeah. like, and then it was like, good. "Hark!" And then he like just went and he cursed him. Like I don't. know, I kind of feel like it was a sea god because he also saw. Like the octopus up at the lighthouse, mm -hmm. and also William Defoe's character was being weird at the beginning without even Thomas interacting <laughs> with him. Like when he went up in the lighthouse by himself, yeah. and he's like, "I've come to you" or whatever, and like, like that was weird. That's what kind of made it kind of makes you think that he's like some monster or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they're the same person. Like I really, but I do. I think it may be purgatory. Like, he's there because he killed Ephraim, or he let Ephraim Winslow My friend die. thought it was so funny that when he was telling the story of how he killed the guy, he was like, I was just waiting for him to die so he could go outside and get a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, like, oh, but then, like, he's like, why'd you tell, why'd you spill your beans? Yeah, <laughs> he was, like, so yeah. weird and, like. See, this is why Don't I didn't. No, I loved the film simply because, like, mm. it, I mean, it paid tribute to traditional horror from the 30s and the 40s and the 20s. Which, yeah, I got that part. Because you had, like, silhouettes. You had and it was sound. a square. Yeah, it, it was, was square. It was not, like, really scary. So, it was just, like, It was atmospheric. Uncomfortable. Yeah, uncomfortable, atmospheric. Yeah, and I you felt, that. But you felt like, because I feel like it's a square, you just feel like you're in a smaller space. Yeah, you're yeah. kind of and like, Yeah, and, yeah. but, 
Oh man, what was I gonna say? It was about a uh, E-frame. Oh well. Go on. I just know that like I loved it. <laughs> there were certain scenes that I loved, like any scene that involved like the siren or the mm-hmm. mermaid or whatever. I loved. It was very. I didn't mind the sound effects. I totally film, got that part. Well, this whole film to me is very erotic, and I, I love that in a way. But like, what I mean by that is like dark erotic not in a way that's like yeah we know oh, you love that that's why i compared it to okay. your last movie choice. wait so here's what my friend said right because i watched this with my friends and they said excuse me um they said that he died like okay the final shot and it's zooming out that he shipwrecked there or something, and he died, and the whole movie we just saw was purgatory. Did you uh, see the ship? And sense. then, that and then, sense. like it, and like these were his last dying thoughts on that island. Did you? And see that's the, why he hated Seagull. Did Seagull. you see this? Uh, the ship in the bottle. No. There was a ship in the bottle in one of the scenes, and I thought that was kind of neat, kind of like I don't know, meta in a way. I didn't see it. Yeah. But it's also like actually, he, but wait, that actually does make sense if that. Because he was missing an eye at the end. Was he? Yeah. yeah I just figured. And he was missing one eye. The seagulls picked it out. He hated seagulls. And he killed a seagull with one eye. That's true. See, I didn't and, notice that part. I, I couldn't watch what seagull And he then killed. he also compared Thomas Wake to Ephraim Winslow. And he was like, you're just like him. True. And that's his purgatory. He was with him again. And he could have... He could have saved him and let him live, and he killed okay, him. Okay, that's kind of oh, smart. Oh, oh my god, I think that's it. You that would be smart. Oh, oh my god. Contact the screenwriters. <laughs> we cracked the code. But I just found it, it was kind of like, because... What? He was also, like, warning him at the beginning. He got really upset about Yeah. Him. When I, he was just, like, he just laughed because he thought he was but that, but that was his chance to not hate the seagull, you know? That's like, he's true. dying. That's like, true. He warned him. He, he has to do this, and if he does, he, like, goes to heaven or whatever. Whenever they believe it, it's eighteen hundreds. This was a this was a. And how did you not like his accent? It was pretty good. Robert, Let me okay, tell you something. Because I couldn't tell where he was from for the longest time. Was he? He was from America. Well, you don't right? know geography. Okay, can we not talk about that right now? <laughs> like, like, oh don't my god! Don't expose me. Okay. Andrea thinks. No! 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 <laughs> that is not what we're talking about right now. I don't think anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The library You're right. Andrea doesn't think. Andrea doesn't think anything. <laughs> the library is open, children. <laughs> oh no! Oh my gosh! <laughs> she sent a chat. To, she sent a message to the chat saying she hated the accent, and my first thought was, no. "Did she know where it's from?" Like, oh my. Okay, God. no, I didn't because it was bad. Okay, William Defoe's character Boston. was great. That's what I thought. But listen, at first, because William Defoe was like Scottish or Irish or whatever he was. Captain E. You don't know. <laughs> to be honest, I, I thought, thought he's—I thought he just sounded like Davy Jones. Andrea d- didn't know that DC was in Virginia. Uh, shut up. <laughs> also, the first time I learned about Davy Jones was on SpongeBob. Yeah, me too. The same. <laughs> <laughs> um, that speaks like for our generation. Right? <laughs> no, listen. Okay, here's my explanation. Go on, go on, dude. Robert Pattinson at the beginning sounded like he was trying to be like Scottish or something. Yeah. And then it morphed into like I was like, is he from like, like That's just Boston old English, or like something bro. like that? That's just how it sounds. So at the end, like by the time he talked enough, I kind of got he's doing like Boston. Or yeah. 
But at the beginning, I was like, this sucks. He's trying to be, like, Scottish or something. I cannot tell where he's yeah. from. It keeps, like, shifting. Well, the last Sometimes time... he sounded like he was almost British again. Uh, the last... Like, I don't know. The last time we heard Robert Pattinson attempt to do an accent was a southern accent in that film where oh he was God. a preacher. It was awful. Yeah. Oh, my God. I wanted to gag every time and I heard it. And then there was it. a separate one where he was also... I haven't watched it yet, but it's, like, another southern one where he has a southern oh accent. Oh, my God. And it's, it's like, awful. a country twang like this. It's oh not good. Oh, my God. It's not a direct portrayal of what a true Southern accent no. is. But oh. the acting was good. I will say that. Yeah, was acting was good. great. Especially when we Defoe's character. So, but also, I want to make a note. Um, he looks great in a mustache. I in love the mustache. The mustache. I didn't understand the ending in the lighthouse when he screamed. I know. He's just like looking at it. I well, I, well, if it's purgatory, like he's like, I guess he's looking at him. Well, some some person suggested he's looking at himself. And he's watching himself in purgatory. Well, the movie, I mean, not the movie, Lord have mercy. The image yeah. of him looking in directly into the light true. was terrifying to me because yeah. obviously, like, he was covered in blood and it was just, like, the thing so, about the whole like, blood cinematically thing, genius. Whenever he, like, killed him the second time, because the first time he thought he was dead, I guess. Yeah. The blood, the way the blood splattered was, like, more natural, but then in that scene, it was just, like, covering just his like, face. Yeah. Over. Yeah. Dude, I was, I was like, I knew William Defoe was coming out like again from the grave, like, but I did not think he would come running out yeah. with the axe, like the lighthouse is mine. <laughs> yeah. And I don't like, know. I was gonna say something else. About it was um oh the mermaid scene, like that was just weird. It was weird. But... It was so weird, and he found the mermaid at the beginning too, yeah. and like. Well, also, I mean, I don't know the scenes where he's in the show by himself. That was just. Let's not talk about that on the Let's air because that's a lot. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and the tentacle. Oh god, anime. That gave me anime vibes. And then <laughs> made it laugh. But like it at was... the end, dude, <laughs> I loved. I absolutely loved William Dafoe in this movie. He was really he good. He was so good, especially when he did the whole monologue. Even if his character was like, you know, I, how do I say this? Repulsive. Yeah, uh, like yeah. he would walk in the room and fart, and then walk out. I was like, "Is this really necessary yeah, to the like, story right I, now?" Yeah, I couldn't take I thought him seriously. It was, I thought it was setting up the character for how like rude of a person he is. I thought, but their characters were both so like not Opposite. stable yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, couldn't really what, depend on how yeah, they were going to be that Yeah, both of them were crazy. Yeah, both of them were crazy. That's why I'm still confused about it being purgatory because William Defoe's character was just so crazy. Yeah, like, he was just. Pushing it, and he was making. I was like, "Is like, this gonna be like a Shutter Island mean? type thing?" Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna go up. I don't know, cause like he thought that he was crazy, and he was like, "No, you're crazy." God, guys, just gaslighting each other. Yeah, basically. Yeah. See, that's why I like it even more, is because it's psychological. It's all dealing with like yeah. mental stuff. And I do understand oh, that it's he was dark. the second son of Joseph, and I'm so sorry if I butchered this name. Uh, Asimov? Asimov? I don't know. Uh, dang, that's all it says. What is the meaning of the name? Fruitful. What okay. is it? Fruitful. Fruit? Fruit? Fruitful. Interesting. Hmm. Um, I get the lighting of the scenes and how it's so dark. Yeah. But at so many points, I, like... You it have to watch pixelated. this. You have to watch this in a very dimly lit room for to I, truly appreciate it. I watched no, it in pitch black. It. Yes. I have my light on. But dude, when it, you watch it in a pitch black room, and let me tell you something, and it's if like my TV worked. No, 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 no. And it was, and it's completely dark, right? And it's like night, 
and then all of a sudden it's daytime and the entire screen is yeah. light. Oh my god! But even the daytimes weren't that bright. Hurts. I was like, how are they reading? Because there were scenes where they were reading. I'm it like, was bright on my screen. Yeah, dude. Like when the when the daytime came on, it hurt my eyes. Cause it was so, really? Yeah. Well, you were in yeah. the dark though. Yeah. I mean, I think it's so fitting. I if love you that watch it was white like and white that. too. Yeah. And they did a lot of research see, into the film. I've seen this movie before. And I was like, okay, I might watch it because it's got Robert Pattinson in it. You've, like, oh, you've seen I've never watched oh, it, but I've, like, seen what, it, like, I've yeah, heard of it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's cool. It's, like, in black and white. It's, like, looks like it's old. I was like, this is going to be cool. But I think they tried so hard to have, like, depth to this movie that, for me, it took me out of it. I, I, I never got that. that. I thought that both of the characters were just crazy. And I thought, like, the depth, I mean, yeah, there is depth there. And it never felt like too much to me. I just felt like... The storyline never felt cohesive enough for me to get into it. It was a lot to... I shouldn't say it was a lot because I, I understood because I understood most of it. But it's a lot to take in and understand and follow if you're not someone who's good at reading between the lines. So if you can't read between lines and like understand yeah, certain stuff, it's probably not What are you be. trying to say? Not That's about me. you. I'm thinking about people in my family who watch stuff like this and they can't understand Listen, it. Listen, I they can don't appreciate it. I understand what they're trying See, to do. See, that's the difference between you but and them, though. But could I. Is this something I'd watch again? No. I would. Probably I would. not for a I would. Have but you I seen wouldn't. The Witch? Yeah, I've seen The Witch. It's the same director. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Because a lot of the shots are very similar. And the style Some of the is shots were really cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, I um, can appreciate a lot of it. Like, but... for example. I wouldn't come back to this for the horror aspect. I would simply come back because of the whole, like, purgatory possibility and, like, the whole psychological thing. If I were to watch it again, I would approach it with that mindset. Yeah. Of it being purgatory and looking for things like that. Yeah. Because that would make sense. Mm Mm-hmm. There was one shot, though, where he was, like, leaning against a building, and it was, like, super dark, and all you could see was his eye. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That was such a cool shot. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there's a shot. Oh, yeah, and the lattice was coming through. There's a shot in daytime where he was, like, going up a ladder, Mm -hmm. and it was, like, from the bottom of the ladder looking up, and, like, all the grass was blowing. Mm -hmm. I I was like, man, this is, like, something from the Wild West. Anytime anytime you saw, like, rock Mm -hmm. or something like that, it looked like polished obsidian. It had, like, a reflective gleam on it. It was really good. See, I would just simply come back and watch it for, like, the shots themselves. Like, I know yeah. they're magnificent. Like, even the shot with, like, the William Dafoe lighthouse, like, with his eyes lighthouse. Yeah. When he's naked. Like, that was a good shot. It was. Even if you think it was weird, it was good. Yeah. But. I mean, every, there's not a single thing about this film that's not weird or trippy to me, and that's why it draws me in, honestly, if anything else. But, um... I think that's what took me out of it, though, is that every scene was trying to, like make you mess trip with you. up or something. Yeah, yeah, mess with you, definitely. But I think that's just... I think a, the characters were just as confused. But I think it's... True. I think it's an A24 thing, too. Honestly. Yeah, a lot A24 of, is just... Like I said, yeah. if I approached it now with a different mindset of, like, I know how this movie is set up and I have to analyze yeah. why it's set up like this, then, yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah, yeah like... Especially the end, because the more that I think about it, the, like, the, the ending shot the looks like a complete... Down stairs too. Yeah, but it also looks like a completely different island. Yeah. Like, because if you look at the lighthouse, it goes down to the house. Well, it seemed like he was on that edge, like where all he the kept way on the shore. Stuff. No, it looked like a different island. I don't Could think be, we ever saw I didn't see the lighthouse yeah. in the background. 
Yeah, because I thought I, I was under the impression that, like, it was just the lighthouse and, like, that little In a short, yeah, I think that too, but, like, I'm, I'm just not so sure. And, like, the shot that he was, like, at whenever the seagull was, like, picking at his intestines or whatever, like, mm-hmm. it looked like, like a like a beach or, like, a shore or something. Somewhere well, maybe that was, they were like, trying to do the whole thing about him washing up on shore. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, possibly, because I was just under the impression. <laughs> Why? I just, I will never get over that Willem Dafoe chased him with an axe. He yeah. went back in there. And William Defoe was like, "No, you chased me with one," and he just was like, "I guess I did." Yeah. <laughs> and then, but then they fought each other anyway. So. Yeah. yeah. And then he made him. Oh, we gotta talk about this. He made him his dog. And that he, was so weird. He was like, he was like, well, he was like, no, he was like, I'm gonna treat you like you treated me. Yeah, he was like, like bark or whatever. Yeah. Like, and my friend was like, why doesn't? Why is he just going along with this? Yeah. Again, like this was just it was weird to me because like. Um, and then he made him get into the grave. And, yeah. yeah. That's just weird. Oh. But then he was like, you're killing me or something. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It was just that was so a, weird. That was a crazy movie. It was. Why, when they were standing waiting for the boat, why were they just standing out there like... In the rain? Yeah. But then there was a boat that looked like it was coming towards them, but it was dark so I couldn't tell. Yeah. But I was wondering why they didn't get off the island then. Like, why no one... I know it was storming, obviously. Yeah, the storm. But like, I don't know. I thought I saw a boat coming and they were going to get off the island. Well, and I then thought, I realized I saw an hour left of this movie, and I was like, oh my god. I thought he was going to escape whenever he got in the boat, and then he freaking destroyed the boat with an axe. That's true. Yeah. You could tell that that axe was fake. The way he was swinging it, he was I trying to make it I didn't pay too much attention to it. I was oh, too yeah, focused on the fact he was trying to kill him. Yeah, axe. I was like, holy shit. I was dude. like, you're going Jack Torrance on his ass? Okay. I was just noticing dumb stuff. Yeah. Because like, I wasn't that into it. That's fair. I thought it was awesome. No, I, I loved it. I give it like... 8.7 out of 10. Let's hear yours, Miss Thing. Okay, after talking about it and after understanding that I could approach it from you know, the purgatory, it <laughs> makes sense. Maybe like a 5. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was going to give it a 2. One point for William Defoe and one point for Robert Pattinson. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it um, 7.5. Because I would come back to it, definitely. It's beautiful film, in terms yeah. of, like, how it's shot. But the plot is a little... It's a little trippy. It's a little yeah. hard to follow. But that's no excuse for me to uh-huh. not come back to it. I was Dude, just, like, William unsettled and bored. So good. That monologue, when he's just, like... He's, like... The really the, long one. The, yeah, and he's, like... Yeah. And he's cursing, like, and Poseidon like, on him. Yeah, but another he's, like, reason. I get it. Your cooking's fine. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> dude, that, yes. that cracked me up. It's, it's like, like, you like, win. Yeah. <laughs> But my, another reason why I absolutely will come back to it is just simply because, like, they truly, I think, whether they intended to do it or not, like, they paid homage to, like, the old days of horror when it was, like, you know, you're you just your face and yeah. the camera. And, you and had I to did rely. notice that. And there are only three actors. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and one of them was a mermaid. Yeah. That's true. So, That's like, true. there are two actors pretty much. Yeah. And this is why I think I could easily, this is how I know it was somewhat a good film. I can see their acting and like what's going on on screen being done on stage. In I could see it as a yeah. silent film. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what thing. I was gonna text you guys and ask if it was a silent film because I was wor- gonna work while I was watching it. I was like, am I gonna be able to do this? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of silent films, well, never mind. Oh well, we'll talk about okay. that later. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, it was. I get. I get it. Yeah. But was this, my favorite movie in the world. That's fair. This probably won't be the first podcast published uh, of the new year. Yeah, yeah, we have one but from happy, last semester. But, 
And like three. Happy late New Year. Yeah, happy late New Year. Our first podcast of the New Year. Yeah, first podcast number one. Do you guys have any resolutions? No, No, I I don't make those. I don't make them because you're setting yourself up for failure. That's so true, Bestie. I'm sorry. You are. You're going to let yourself down. And that's not me being pessimistic. That's me being honest. Um, All right. But yeah. Yeah, I guess that's it. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. guys. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.